Hey everyone, my name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy podcast. As always, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank all of you for continuing to support this passion project of mine. I am just loving being on this platform and being able to open up and be a little bit deeper about some of the topics I love to chat about, maybe some things that I've opened up about over on Instagram, but to break down those aesthetic walls and to just kind of, you know, like I always say, let us know that we can be on completely different journeys, but still be able to resonate with one another. So thank you for supporting this. As always, I have the pups here supporting as well. So if you hear them in the background, I do apologize, but real life. So today is definitely going to be a quicker episode, but it is something that I put in last week's um, newsletter of mine, and I got such incredible feedback, but also just so many of us who took a step back and were just like, oh my gosh, that that's definitely me. So I just want to touch on that really quickly. So the one thing that I put into my newsletter was just a quote, and the quote said, why don't you just do it afraid? Okay, so this is a message that I've had written down in my journal for quite some time. I put it on my weekly priorities to-do list just kind of to recognize that fear might be present. And I know I've chatted about this in previous episodes, but I really wanted to hone in on this a little bit more today. So just to remind us that there's never a perfect timing for anything. We'll never be fully ready to take that next step. And I just feel like there there will always be some form of doubt or fear that will be present. So why not just do it afraid, right? Like I think that's something that so many of us can take a second to look at and be like, oh gosh, that's me. Like that's me in business or that's me in my relationship or that's me in my fitness journey. You know, there's so many opportunities where we don't do something maybe out of fear. So I know I've talked about this, but this was just something that I really wanted us to hone in on. So today I have a question for you and potentially a confession for yourself if you take a moment to kind of think about it. But have you ever chosen not to do something simply out of fear or possibly the fear of failing or maybe chosen the easier route to ensure you achieve or look better while doing it, okay? So again, have you ever chosen not to do something simply out of that fear of maybe failing or chosen to maybe take the easier route to ensure you achieve what you're trying to do or look better while doing it? Because I am fully guilty of this and I think it took a little bit of recognition into my adult life and you know moving forward with things before I was able to look back and reflect on something. So I'm fully guilty of this. So for me personally, I'm kind of ashamed to admit, but I used to actually take easier classes in college to ensure I could get a better grade. So I was kind of a nerd in high school, definitely a bookworm 
4.0 student. I think I got, actually, I know I got one A minus all through high school. And that kind of, that was like, that haunted me, right? Like that took away that perfection. And you guys know I've struggled with perfection and just needing like quantitative, um, values to, or numbers, I guess, to put values on me. And at the time that was my title. I was a student and I really felt like my grade point average was, it held my value. So anyways, that was me kind of a nerd. Um, but I, once I got into college, I, I really, you know, college is harder. And I started to struggle because I was like, oh gosh, you know, I'm not gonna be able to maintain that grade point average. So like I said, I needed quantitative measurements to justify my self-worth and value. So this can even go for the number on the scale, you know, whether, whether you're on that health and fitness journey, we oftentimes need that numerical value to, to justify our journey, right? Or justify where we're at or give us that measurement that we need. So for me personally, at this point in life, you know, in college, my grade point average justified my intelligence and my weight justified my self-acceptance. So I don't know if you guys can relate, but that was definitely something that I struggled with. So for me personally, when I revert back to those questions I asked at the beginning of the episode, I've actually held myself back from goals simply out of fear of failing. So I wanted to be a physical therapist or nutritionist when I initially started my degree. That was kind of like the way I was hoping to go. However, I went to the University of Washington and those were not um, undergrad majors that they had. They did not offer a physical therapy route or a nutritionist route. However, they offered majors that you could then go to grad school and get your, you know, physical therapy certification or your nutritionist certification and and go for, you know, extended schooling. But oh my gosh, the classes were so hard. I mean, so hard. And I think at this time in life, I was a little bit afraid of challenging myself for one out of that fear of failing, for two to not get that that numerical quantitative value that I needed, right? That grade point average that proved I was doing well. Um, so at my university, at the University of Washington, that meant I needed to major in pretty much biology to go either way and then going on to get my master's in, in either profession. So the biology degree, that was the first route I started going and it was insane. I mean, one of my classes, I had a professor who didn't believe in um, PowerPoint slides. And so everything was just by speaking. And he did speak a, a different language for his first language. So I just missed a lot of things. And there was a language barrier and it was su- such a struggle. And I let that consume me. And I let that completely take away my confidence and my ability to just have to work a little bit harder. And I worked so hard but my grade point average didn't really reflect that, if that makes sense. So in my eyes, I was like, oh gosh, I, I'm not doing well. I'm not I'm not good enough for, for these standards that I was placing upon myself. So that's just one example of where I know for me, from there, you guys, I chose the easier route. I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm loving the psychology classes. I'm loving the, you know, social work classes, like all these things I was kind of taking on the side just out of pure interest. And I was loving them, doing well in them. But I decided to completely change my route. And again, no regrets. I mean, it's led me to where I am today. Helping others has always been my passion. So at the time, you know, I was going the physical therapy and and nutritionist route. Uh, Not entirely sure. Again, I don't know. I feel like it's hard at 18 to know what the heck you want to do with your life. So I think it's very normal to change your major a billion times. I think I changed mine like three or four times. However, I never took the time to recognize that part of the influence of why I changed my major 
was because I was afraid of failing. I was afraid of maybe not looking as good on paper because those grades weren't there to justify my intelligence. Or would I get into the master's program because I didn't get good enough grades? So this was my freshman year of college, and I was already consumed and worried about getting into that master's program four years down the road, right? So I'm in one class letting that dictate my entire potential future. I wasn't even allowing myself to have a positive thought of, okay, this is one class. There's going to be so many others. This is one struggle. And again, it was biological psychology. Like it was a a very difficult class. So again, that's my little, my little, you know, example, I guess. So just to go back to that initial question, have you ever chosen not to do something simply out of fear of failing or maybe chosen the easier route to ensure that you achieve or look better while doing it? So that is when I chose the easier route and I ended up majoring in early childhood and family studies, which came with an entirely different form of challenges, right? But for me, it didn't come with um, with a grade point average uh, struggle. I did very well, but it definitely came with more of an emotional struggle. I mean, the the practicums we had to do and the internships we had to do, it was hard to see some of these things that you know you see in either school settings or home settings because that was just the part of my major. So um, an emotional struggle, so maybe not as much of a educational struggle, if you will. Um, and I still needed to go on to get my master's because I went to get my master's in school counseling because that was how I chose to pursue career-wise. And you guys know, if you've been listening for a long time, I did drop out of my master's program. So who knows what would have happened? But I found it interesting to reflect back on this, you know, when I was writing in my newsletter and just saying, you know, why don't we just do things afraid? I feel like for so much of my life, I maybe chose that easier route. And hence the title of this podcast, right? Crazy over easy. It wasn't until I started to really hone in on the fact that life is not meant to be easy. And sometimes when we choose those easier routes, the the self-fulfillment aspect is not there. The, the just... I don't even know if it's like self-worth, like just the value of accomplishing things. It's just not there. It's so much better when there's bumps and turns and craziness to the route. Is it is it nice at the time? Hell no. It is such a struggle. And you're like, why am I doing what I'm doing? But the accomplishment at the end of that is just so awesome. And I think that's something that I overlooked for the longest time because Again, I've just valued myself based on oftentimes other people think. So if I was able to say, oh, like this is my grade point average, you know, it looked good for my sorority. It looked good to go home and tell my parents. It looked good to tell my grandparents. Like that was just kind of the way I was valuing myself as opposed to allowing myself to open up and talk about what are other things I'm doing besides this school, right? Like there's so much more to me, but I was young and I just didn't. I didn't know at that time. And I feel like it really wasn't until my late 20s when I finally honed in on that crazy over easy aspect of life. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, kind of chat about, you know, being proud of what makes you, you. Okay. So we're not all going to be the best at certain things. It's okay not to be the best at something. I personally have also held myself back from even trying certain sports or activities simply out of fear of not being the best or being good enough. So like I've been in situations like social situations where I'm like, oh shoot, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, typically pretty good at the things I try for the first time. I hope they don't expect for me to be good at this. And, and sometimes I won't even choose to try whatever we're doing because 
I don't want to look bad at doing it. I don't know why I've always placed this expectation of just needing to be the best. And it's exhausting, right? Like there's just no way to be the best at doing something. And yes, you want to work on improving yourself, right? We don't want to be stagnant. So if there's an area of life that we're like, gosh, I really want to be better at this because it'll make me a better wife. It'll make me a better mom or it'll make me a better business partner. Go for it. Do it. That I fully, fully support because we're not the best at everything, but we need to have those areas in life that we do choose to grow and we do choose to expand our comfort and our knowledge. So that I think go full force. We should always be students of life and we should always be trying to improve ourselves. But don't choose to not do something because you are not good at it, right? So I think like I was saying, I didn't go with that major because I wasn't good at it. There's been activities or even sports that I've held myself back from because I just wasn't naturally already good at it. So it was going to take effort. Well, duh, life takes effort, right? Sometimes getting out of bed is an effort. So when things don't naturally come easy to us, it doesn't mean that we don't continue to try and grow in that area. And I think that's something that I'm now learning. And maybe it's as I'm you know, coming into a very unknown season of life with becoming a mom, like I have no idea what I'm going to do. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of unsolicited advice from even my own parents and my pups, because clearly they have their own input. But I think that's so important to, you know, to recognize like, don't choose not to do something simply because you're not good at it. I'm and, and also, that doesn't mean that we just go pick up something random, simply because we're not good at it and we're not the best at it. So we need to get better, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not just going to go casually pick up a random thing because I'm not good at it. So I need to get better. I think that we need to hone in on our areas of excellence. I think that each of us has a strength and honing in on that is so important. And I, I know for me, I always thought that I needed to be the best at everything. So I, I kind of spread myself pretty thin for a while. But recognizing like, hey, I have certain skills that maybe other people don't have. So why don't I put more energy into this to really make this my my area of expertise, make this my area of knowledge? So when I see some of these things in life or when I maybe notice myself like, hey, I'm not very good at that. I want to get better at it. Sometimes I try and re- rewire and rethink and be like, oh, but wait, you know, no, noticing that I'm not the best at this actually makes me really want to hone in a little, a little bit more on this certain skill that I'm good at but maybe I can become better at it. So anyways, I hope that resonated with a lot of you. I feel like it was definitely a little bit all over the place in terms of thoughts. But again, that's kind of what a lot of this comes down to is how we process our our thoughts and, and taking the time, like I asked at the very beginning of this, you know, this might be a question for you, but this also might be a little bit of a confession. And I know for me, it was a huge confession. And it started with that initial quote of, why don't you just do it afraid? And I don't know why I had to read that. And then it just made me recognize in so many seasons of my life where that can really be um, addressed, like where that really can be tagged onto that season, if that makes sense. I'm kind of losing my words. I feel like this pregnancy brain is a whole thing. But I feel like I was able to be like, wow, that's something I can really reflect on in many seasons of my life. And also look back and be like, I held myself back from this or from that, or I placed, you know, quantitative values on things when that wasn't necessary. So I just want you guys, again, to ask yourself, why don't you just do it afraid? Is there something that you are maybe choosing not to do out of, you know, fear of, of, of you know, 
fear being present, I guess. And just to go back to the questions that I asked at the beginning of the episode of just, have you ever chosen not to do something simply out of fear or that fear of failing, or maybe chosen that easier route to ensure that you do achieve or, you know, are successful or look better while doing it? It might take some, um, little bit of self-thought. It might take a little bit of digging and realization. It's not easy to admit when we're like, oh no, we're, we're good at that. Or, oh no, you know, I, I'm still, I should be taking this route. Um, that was hard for me to admit to myself that I did chose the, or choose the easier route. I mean, that was four years of school and then grad school. And for me, am I, I'm so happy about it. No regrets, but I did choose that easier route simply out of fear and out of needing to maintain a specific title and a specific image that I thought others upheld for me, but truthfully, I just upheld it for myself. So something that, excuse me, something that I definitely want to keep in the forefront of my mind uh, moving forward with life. And I think that's oftentimes what all we can do. You know, we learn certain things in life and we hold on to certain quotes and we allow that to move us forward. So As always, let's choose that crazy over easy and know that all those hills and valleys and twisted turns and everything, they make it worth it and they make it so much more valuable for our life. And to recognize that, just do it afraid. That's okay. We're all going to have that fear. Um, Hone in on the other emotions that you are feeling around that fear, okay? So there might be excitement. There might be anxiousness. There might be joy and happiness even when fear is present. So fear can take over. Try to push that aside and really try to lean in on those other emotions that you are feeling and just move forward. Choose that crazy ever easy. Just do it. Just do it afraid. So as always, make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.